Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows. All you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place You need a partner for the ride Cause everybody needs a climb So set your worries to the side Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Uh, Just got really good. I had a raging party. The only issue is that, like, for some reason, nobody was getting really drunk, but everybody was acting like sloppy bitches throughout the whole thing. Yeah, that sounds about right. Are you sure you weren't just watching Dallas in your room alone? Actually, that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> to be honest with you, it was a really good episode. You have no idea what JR was up to. It was <laughs> wild, actually. Um, and of course, we're not alone. We're going to be joined throughout this Freaks and Geeks journey by some Freaks and Geeks of our own. Uh, here on the podcast with us is the one and only Josiah. Josiah, how are you? Trick or treat, smell my feet. Freaks and Geeks <laughs> is really neat. Oh, oh! I guess we're not going to do the rest. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, how's it going? I'm doing good. Josiah, really excited you, to be here. When you heard we were covering Freaks and Geeks, you were immediately like, "Please, I want a guest." So I want to hear about your history with this show because it does feel like something that would be right up your alley. Sure. Yeah. Um. So I watched. I'm pretty sure I watched most of it live on TV from the start, and mm-hmm. it was like perfect timing because. I think I was probably the geek's age right around when it first dropped. So, and yeah. of course I was a nerd, so I could totally relate to them. Um, and then when it came out on DVD, which took like a long time, I think three, four years because I'm they sure, had to like, yeah. clear all these like crazy music rights and stuff. Um, <laughs> I signed a petition online, I think. <laughs> I remember, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> demanding it come out on DVD. Um, but yeah, um, then I, when it came out, I was probably like a senior close to graduating so then i was like the freak's age and could relate on that level um and yeah so after that like i just rewatched it 
so many times throughout college and I was converting friends and like often binging it all in one night. <laughs> and yeah, I guess that's um, a good thing about a one season show. It's like, hey, you want to binge yeah. the show? Very well, it quick. Is like close to like probably 15 hours altogether. So maybe that's fair. There's <laughs> <was> long nights. <laughs> the majority of the day. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd always like learn kind of new things about the people I watched it with usually like about their fresh high school memories because I was in college mm-hmm. um, and like find out where they landed on the geek to freak spectrum just by like how they reacted to characters. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Sarah and I talked about this on the the first podcast we did about this show, whether or not like we were freaks or geeks, Josiah, would you, uh, you already kind of said you were a geek back when you were in high school. What would you consider yourself now on the geek to freak spectrum? I mean, geek, through <laughs> i'd lead geek geek leaning i mean i can think i think i can present as a freak a little more but in high school i was probably like a sam in a in a ken body <laughs> like a shy little nerd boy in like an intimidating <laughs> man bod. yeah <laughs> Yeah, brings his own Stein to the to the party. That <laughs> yeah. honestly Why killed me. Would you not combat. do that? It's <laughs> just such a funny character note. Um, but yeah, we're we're so excited to have you here, Josiah, because I feel like you'll be able to like I don't know. I think you have an appreciation for a lot of the like nostalgic geekery, if you will. Um, and so I think you'll be able to like, I don't know, give us a little bit of a rounding out of Sam, Neil and Bill as characters. Cause I, even though I was, I would say I was, like I said before, much more nerdy than geek. So I don't know as much of like what they're into at this point in time. Um, but we have two really fun episodes to get into. Um, yeah, beers and weirs and tricks and treats. So we're going to start off with beers and weirs. We're going to break down the episode a little bit. Uh, and let's let's get started. It's party time. The weird parents are going out of town for the weekend. And when the freaks find out, they convince Lindsay to throw a house party. Daniel spreads the word and beer money is collected to get a keg. Neil gets a little bit of a spotlight this episode because he overhears this conversation. And he has this massive crush on Lindsay and immediately informs Sam. Now, Sarah, we I feel mm-hmm. like we maybe touched on this topic a bit before, but did you ever have a crush on one of your friends' older siblings like Neil does? Yes, I did. I did have a crush on my friend from Hebrew, um, from Jewish sleepaway camp. Her name was Lonnie, and she had an older brother, and I did have a crush on him. And I spent a couple weekends over at her house in Staten Island, and there is this one confrontation that we had where she said, Sarah, do you have a crush on my brother? Blank. <laughs> I don't remember her brother's name. And I like adamantly denied it. But she was very honed in on the fact that I probably just stared at him 90% of the time when I was at her house. So did she um, have a problem? Like, why was she? Was she upset? She didn't like it. Yeah, she did not like the fact that I had a crush on her older brother. But, I mean, to be honest with you, if there was an older brother to be had, I probably had a crush on him. I also had a crush on my middle school friend's dad because he was a hottie. (laughs) But that's a different story for a different day. like Alan Matthews shit. (laughs) He was hot. This is incredible. What about you, Josiah? Can you remember a time? 
yeah, I was trying to think back. I feel like all my friends had just brothers. <laughs> and like yeah. there was a severe lack of sisters to crush on, which was maybe good. Because I didn't <laughs> yeah, have, I have any scary confrontations. <laughs> I had a similar yeah. type of situation where all of my friends either had sisters or um like just were like uh the only children like there, there was only one friend I had who had an older brother and when I was in that like that phase of your life where like every boy is cute to you I was like for a second I thought he was cute but I was like no it's more that I find him weird and I kind of want to know what he's up to yeah. <laughs> I'm actually like attracted to this kid what about any dads or moms oh, dads no, I don't think so I called your dad hot once and you told me to shut up. Yeah, I did not like that. <laughs> not like that at all. Josiah, do you have any hot dads or moms? <laughs> yeah, no, no dads or moms here that I can think Okay, of. oh well. Yeah. But yeah, I, Neil Neil's going to be a funny one to talk about this episode. Um, He like immediately runs to Sam and is like, Sam, your sister is throwing this huge party and they had just sat in on what I feel like is such a relatable middle school high school experience yeah. which is you have to go to assembly and it's like either dare or like those drunk driving things and it's all about the dangers of alcohol mm. and uh i feel like they always had that um there was one like blink 182 song or like something that they always played at the same the same was it? i'll remember no not i'll remember us this way that's a uh that's from uh star is born it's uh, like uh i hope you had the time of your life hope you oh, that was day. one of um that was like graduation yeah yeah well, it could one... also be death <laughs> sure. <laughs> i hope um... you literally had the entirety of your life because <laughs> <laughs> your life is over right now <laughs> but i feel like every day in, in the 90s and early aughts i mean josiah tell me that i'm wrong everyone had these assemblies sure yeah definitely and i mean I don't know if they went to the extent that uh, we see in this show. The skit like that happens in this scene is one of my like highlights of the entire episode. I think with uh, um, Millie and their like nerd guru, whose name is Harris, I think. Yeah, it's Harris, and then uh, Cindy. Yes, and Cindy is the designated driver. Um, <laughs> I was like listening to some commentaries and went kind of down this rabbit hole where i found out that that the uh actor that plays harris was not really an actor i think his name is lee lee shepherd um so he went to auditions with a friend and i think paul feig the creator like came out and saw him like reading a book in the corner it's like you like i want to <laughs> have you come in and read <laughs> um so he had no plans to do so but then so they funny. like came in and they loved him so much and his like deadpan not caring because he was not even an actor that they literally like wrote that role for him in the show wow and i think this was like in canada and they had to like get like immigration papers and like they said even like the senator of california had to like <laughs> write a form letter to like help him get in to the country on time to like record the pilot so like they they went they really wanted this kid yeah. and i <laughs> I, mean, I think it was worth it i mean he's yeah He's definitely one of my favorites just because he's like true geek in every every like aspects. Yeah. This assembly, like the skit they put on is so funny because it's just so over the top. Like, oh, what kind of we're going to show you how to stay sober and be cool. What kind of party is this? 
a sex party. No, 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 no. We can't <laughs> I do think that. I no, heard someone that. say birthday party. And <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, Sarah, is when Harris goes up and he goes, you did a nice job decorating. Do you have any cocaine? <laughs> uh, I mean, every birthday party that I've been to has a little bit of cocaine. It's called Pixie Sticks, which is not that far off from Fun Dip. Um, oh, we'll talk about the Fun Dip later because Millie and her Fun Dip also yeah. cracked me up. Yeah, well, actually, and Bill said that his favorite candy is Pixie Sticks, which is like such a bad choice. But it is, I, but when you're that age, I feel like it makes sense. I don't because know. it's child's cocaine. That's why. <laughs> I guarantee you. I guarantee you one out of every four children has tried pixie dust, sticks like that. But anyway, um, I totally, <laughs> I totally absolutely loved this scene. And it reminded me of when I took improv classes as a middle schooler high schooler because you know normal kids they go and take dance class but i decided to take um musical theater and improv classes and this is what it was like but i thought that i was the funniest bitch in all the land <laughs> it's it's just so like even down just to the part where um the the guidance counselor is like okay everyone stop and like halfway through walking mm. like millie starts <laughs> <laughs> lifts her leg up a little. yeah it's, it's so perfect, perfect. i love how like the... good <laughs> <laughs> and like when mr ross is introducing him he's like maybe you're like Mr. Rosso, you don't understand. If I don't drink, I won't be cool. You know what I have to say to that? Maybe if you don't drink, you will be cool. <laughs> really you could just, around. Is, it's so relatable because like everybody had teachers that were like that. Mm -hmm. So you like it really cool does. Teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like the, the cool teacher. Uh and during this entire assembly, like Lindsay, like all of the freaks are just like falling asleep or like wanting to leave uh and this is when daniel convinces Lindsay to actually like skip out on the assembly but of course the the geeks are just like terrified of alcohol they don't want anybody drinking and driving so they come up with a plan they're gonna take neil's bar mitzvah money but she's not really excited about giving up because like, yeah. you guys always come to me for my bar mitzvah money this is bullshit i gotta tell you i paid <laughs> off my student loans with my bar mitzvah money so the fact that he has to cash in on his bar mitzvah money bar mitzvah money is such bullshit you know what i have no student debt thanks to my bar mitzvah so yeah exactly i'm not trying to brag i'm just saying you held on to that for a while too <laughs> I well, it's because they were savings bonds, so they accrued. Oh. Yeah, longer yeah. than these kids did. That's for yeah. Sure. I hope he didn't cash in his uh, savings bonds prematurely. So the fact that they keep coming to him for his bar mitzvah money really, really made me sad. But oh well, because they were able to buy a non-alcoholic keg with that money. Yeah, this is the other thing, right? So their plan is okay. We're gonna buy a keg of non-alcoholic beer. And we're going to swap it with the real stuff. Now, my first question was, can you even get non-alcoholic beer in keg form? Because I've seen, I don't, I'm not a, I don't like beer to begin with. So I certainly am not drinking like non-alcoholic beer, but I've never seen it sold in a keg. My, I was watching this with my wife and she asked the exact same thing. Yeah. It seems odd that you would want to buy that much non-alcoholic beer. And I, and I also 
think like I feel like I mean obviously they kind of uh shuffle past it and yada yada it with the cashier but it also feels kind of like how are they allowed to buy this? I still Why feel like are they not allowed to buy it if it's non-alcoholic? Because it could be like trickery. I don't. I think I don't non- know. non-alcoholic beer actually has a tiny bit of alcohol in it. It's like decaf coffee, so oh, it's not it even really? totally non-alcoholic. Hmm. Which so, makes me wonder how how they can even call it non-alcoholic beer. Like okay, so you can buy a fifteen and a half gallon keg of O'Doul's for seventy four ninety nine on Bevmo dot com. <laughs> Yes, and we know this was back in 1980. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> how yeah. are they getting this? Um, um I yeah. do. Do you both recognize that dude that was yeah. selling? Yeah, he's the one in... who's in all the Adam Sandler exactly. Movies, right? Yeah. yeah, Alan Covert is his name. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. I think and they what... they were able to buy it because he liked their prank. I think was essentially I, why I liked their prank too. I thought it was a really good idea. I kind of, though, when I was watching it, I kind of knew this was going to happen, though, where, like, just because they switched out the kegs, people were still going to act drunk because they're kids and they think they're supposed to be drunk. So it's the placebo effect, right? Like, I kind of knew this wasn't going to work, but the plan was worth it for the shot that we get of them with the keg in the wagon, like, (laughs) running down the street. (laughs) The little red wagon. Mm -hmm. Please hide it under your coat. Yeah, poor Bill. Say. Everyone's. Just, I feel like everyone's always yelling at Bill, and they shouldn't be because he's just no, the sweetest. He's amazing. This is an all-star Bill episode. And yeah, yeah just it, tell us why Bill is your favorite character because you have mentioned this before. Uh, I mean, a lot of it just comes from this episode, like when he's alone in the room with the keg and like Santana's blasting. <laughs> he's like, oh. What if I just put a little taste in like the tip of his tongue, and he like cringes, but then goes back for more. Um, or when he puts the like baseball hat on his head. Yeah. Okay. So he had the little baseball cap that you. That, so when you go to the stadium, you can get ice cream yes. in that. Everyone and, had oh, those. Okay. When we yeah. I, I never even knew that. Yeah. So like, you put why the, does he have a tiny hat? Because, because it's, they put ice cream in it if you go to the stadium, and then of course you keep it. And I mean, like I used to put it on like my teddy bears, but definitely could go on your own head. Yeah, I remember like my neighbor had a bunch of these growing up. Anybody who was into sports tended to have these little mini baseball hats. But one of my favorite things about Bill this entire episode is how obsessed he is with Dallas to the point where like this is what I find relatable about Bill. When Neil first approaches him about like we need to do something about this party and Bill's like, I can't go. Dallas is on. (laughs) It's like Dallas sucks. And he's like, you suck. Dallas rules. (laughs) It's just it's how I am with. I'm sorry, I can't go. My television show is on yeah so many great quotes from him i often like will tell my wife it was my idea i'm the genius (laughs) (laughs) and he's like i'll go but i get to watch dallas in the room and i think there's like other girls walking by or something like that and he's like i don't i don't watch i don't watch dallas (laughs) he's perfect i think he does watch dallas though oh he loves dallas yeah yeah i don't know why he would lie to those girls he's embarrassed i know yeah Uh, uh but yeah so they they're they have this whole plan and then we get really a lot of the like slapsticky comedy when they're trying to have neil distract Lindsay so that bill and sam can swap the kegs and 
Neil gave me so much secondhand cringe in this scene. Like, oh, give me those chips. Let me open them for you. Just it was so embarrassing. <laughs> he was trying real hard. Yeah. I mean, he was distracting. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed his s- Sabbath pun. Oh, yeah. Friday He's... night. Always a good night for the Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Neil had all the good Jewish jokes in these two. Uh, well, in the end of the the few episodes um i think what is actually embarrassing is how Lindsay is trying to decorate for this party because mm. she got that glittery shiny unicorn and that was glow in the dark and thought that was really cool what a loser <laughs> she did get a lot of good snacks though for the party she had a okay. lot of good snacks okay jessica and i love to look at the snacks i see the sour cream and onion chips that neil cannot open i see some pretzels with Hebrew writing on it, so pop off. Um, what else? <laughs> what else do we have on the snack table? Cheese. She's definitely She's slicing up some cheese, cheese, cheese. Which feels like a lot for a high school party, in my opinion. Usually, it's just like literal chips, and that's it. No, only the best. She has a, a big cracker board for Not, all the crackers. No veggie platter, probably. I mean, kids aren't going for the veggie platter. In. I always go for the veggie platter. Well, you're an adult, Sarah. (laughs) Not in high school, you didn't. Um, But yeah, as this is happening, it's really funny because Lindsay, they make like a lot of, a ton of freaking noise out in the living room. And when Lindsay walks out, they they were trying to put the, what is that thing called? The kegger pump thingy in? Yeah, that's it. I've never (laughs) put... Yeah, Jess, have you ever even have you even seen a keg in person, Jess? Yes, I've seen a keg. I don't drink beer. Where did you see the keg? My parents' house. At what kind of function? A big party. (laughs) Celebrating what? I don't know. Birthdays. I I don't remember. Does not track. (laughs) Was it a sex party? It was a sex party. I'm so sorry. Yes, obviously sex party. Mom and dad are swingers. Oh, Oh, right. No. <laughs> Lots of pineapples at that oh function. God. They're Dang. upside down. So did you all in high school go to like secret parties, host secret parties? Of course okay. not. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, How about Sarah? So, okay. so there was this one New Year's Eve where my parents, my dad was like in a poker uh, competition and they went to, I don't know, like Foxwoods or something like that. So like my mom, my dad and my sister went there for New Year's and I did host like a little, um, a little party at my house and compliments of the alcohol that was in our basement that I think actually was from my bat mitzvah. It was just like, you know, like left, you know, at like your wedding, you have like leftover alcohol. It was like one of those things, just leftover alcohol from a big party. Uh, and definitely there was beer, not a keg, but beer there. And uh, my mom and dad definitely knew that I was drinking because they called me after midnight and I think I was a sloppy bitch. But Anyway, and then I went to like a couple of parties. I think the first time I ran into a keg was definitely at a frat party, but I didn't drink the keg because I was too afraid. Yeah, definitely never went that far. Like, I don't even, I feel like even if my parents had gone away or something. Oh, oh, and my friend Chrissy always threw ragers at her house all the time. Did she ever get caught though? No. (gasps) Oh. I just feel like, first of all, I wouldn't want, I would be like Sam. Like, I would be so anxious the entire time. I would not have any fun. Like, I think I would have rather just had over, like, a few people. Like, because I, I, I have, like, 10 friends in my friend group. I 
you know. I guess you could be like, oh, you know, by Why Daniel's are you word of mouth about all your friends. <laughs> so, so many ten friends. friends. That's a lot digits. of friends. Josiah, who would you have been at this party? Like, would you have been Bill <laughs> drinking in the room alone with watching Dallas? Sam, clean, I, like picking up things. In a sense, I might have been Millie. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I got invited to these parties a lot and often went, but was like very like, uh, I don't need to drink. I'm going to have fun anyways. But I, I didn't. I definitely didn't play the piano. <laughs> I love Millie playing the Jesus songs and Nick joining her. Iconic. Yeah. This, incredible. Apparently this is an actual song. Was it Jesus is a friend of mine or something like that? I don't that? know. Because Adam knew Jesus. it. Jesus is just all right with me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it, it's a real, it's a real song, Josiah. Well, I mean, oh, like you a... sing it with confidence. I well, thought because he's seen it, it a million times. Time. Yeah. Okay, it's a okay. <laughs> Adam says it's a real song. Okay, well, I believe him. Uh, but yeah, like they, the switch works, right? They get the they get the non alcoholic beer out in the living room. Everyone, they like the house is filled with people because Daniel has decided he's just going to invite everybody to poor Lindsay's house. And now they have, instead of just drunk kids, they just have, like, placebo-induced drunkness. And then Bill, (laughs) sitting alone, watching Dallas, drinking. (laughs) And one of my favorite side plots this story, or this episode, Josiah, is Bill, like, obsessively telling Sam, Neil has a crush on Lindsay, and Mm -hmm. you need to know about this, and he's manipulating you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty funny the way i mean even from the start when they're like watching Lindsay talking and he's <laughs> neil's like denying the crush and then bill is like then why is your binder in front of your pants just <laughs> <laughs> like stand this way it's, it's so funny bill is just on another level especially they the thing I love about shows from the 90s that I feel like we lose a little bit of as time goes on is like the patience that these shows have to just like hold a shot on a character. Yeah. Like how long we spend watching Bill watch Dallas. Because yeah, <laughs> like, it's funny, because the longer you hold it, the funnier it is. Yeah. And I feel like this was pretty new back when this came out for especially for comedy, just like how much room they're given to like improvise and just like do yeah face acting and stuff yeah especially because it's it's also it is a comedy and it's but it's 40 something minutes right it was like an hour long on television like it's it really is very unique in that way because it is much more of a children's show but it is comedy it's like if they had taken boy meets world and made that an hour long and made it Mm -hmm. a a, a twinge more dramatic probably um so Lindsay, like the entire point of this party is that she wants to impress Daniel because him and Kim have broken up. And like you see her little eyes light up when she finds out that Daniel and Kim are no longer together. But Daniel is a nasty pig and he reunites his tryst with Kim on Lindsay's bed, Sarah. Well, yeah, that was pretty fucked up. I mean, it's... (sighs) It's just, I, 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 I don't think that, oh no, he did know it was her room because he was checking out her. They said her... they were just animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Nasty. I know, I know. It was pretty fucked up. And the fact that like, I mean, Daniel, obvious, Dan, Daniel, whatever his face Who is. Who cares? He definitely knows that 
Lindsay has a crush on him. Like, it's pretty obvious. And if he didn't realize, Kim definitely told him um, or has been like, so the fact that you can't just like make out in her bed, that's pretty gross. She is running the whole party, but at least they weren't hooking up in the parents' bed or in Sam's bed. That would be gross, too. Hmm. Yeah, but her own bed is just like insult to injury. It's very, very insulting. Yeah, and I, Josiah, like Daniel feels again. This is why I like really love this show. Is all of these characters you could be like, I remember that kid from my high school experience. Like everyone knows a Daniel where he's very, very charming and charismatic, and is an asshole but gets away with it because he like gives you that little side smirk and mm-hmm. that's it. I'm looking at you Giancarlo Didimo. Call Sorry. him out. <laughs> <laughs> Josiah, so you said you were probably like a Sam, but you looked more like a Ken. But did yeah. were you friends with a Daniel? Did you know a Daniel? Maybe not the level of dirtbag Daniel, but like definitely like was adjacent to people that were Daniels and, you know, oozing charm out of their greasy hair and (laughs) yeah he's just he just grosses me out and Lindsay's like inconsolable she's really upset she thinks she's super drunk of course she has to get over it I hate like don't have a crush on that kid like Nick is right there trying so hard then what happens with Nick like seconds later okay yeah Nick kind of fucks up to be honest Nick does fuck up because Lindsay's like oh I'm so like she goes outside Nick's already there she says oh I'm so glad you came I'm so glad you're here and they hug and Nick 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 thinks hey this is the time to unhook Lindsay's bra in the freaking driveway (laughs) in the driveway outside and all of this is happening Daniel has invited and I okay when Daniel was like oh I have some older friends who are coming to this party like they're not in school anymore Sarah I'm thinking like college age maximum of like 25 years old which is inappropriate don't have a 25 year old there with a 15 year old of course but these men had gray hair (laughs) there I think so one of them was his cousin which I think is the one that like put Kim on his shoulder and like carried her away. Yeah. And that guy looked maybe like 25, 26. But who was the guy? Okay, Josiah's looking at me like, ma'am, you don't know anybody's age. But then there's the the other guy. The other guy that's like 50. Who is that guy? Who's that guy? And he's like already wasted. Let's go tear this mother down. I had a friend in college that would like try to recreate that um confrontation he has with ken where he's why do you want to go because he just found it so funny that the old drunk man like his opening move was to just headbutt (laughs) (laughs) yeah he wants to fight ken and surprisingly daniel like breaks this up which i was i was like oh okay i didn't picture daniel as someone who's breaking up a fight you know um cindy comes to the party her cousin Beth is there. Cindy's like, don't worry, I'm the DD. <laughs> it's like, and this is when Bill comes over and says to Sam, like, did you did you see that Neil invited Cindy just, just to like manipulate you so that you're not noticing he's in love with Lindsay? <laughs> to distract you. <laughs> is that when they go on the like tangent about dominance too? And like Yes. Sam's asking if Bill's monkeys. Drunk. I think I think so. Yes, I am. And monkeys are dominant. <laughs> And then Sam tells him to, like, go back to the room. He's like, that's very dominant. 
<laughs> he's like, are you drunk? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I am. Uh, so, yeah. So, Lindsay's really upset after this whole Nick situation. And so, she goes into her parents' bedroom and she's crying. Neil comes in and she, like, hugs him, cries on his shoulder. He's very much doing the, like, the quote-unquote good guy thing. You know, oh, there, there, Lindsay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah he's... I kind of hate Neil. I'm not going to lie. I kind of oh, hate him. That's pretty anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate him because he's Jewish. I don't know. <laughs> you seem to hate the only Jewish character. Seems a my fault there's only one Jewish character. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. So on the, the commentaries, it sounded like the actor that plays him was kind of like a big player behind the scenes. Because <laughs> he and like Martin Starr were kind of digging at each other about different uh like hitting on the extras between i can see that yeah he's swarmy like that i can see it yeah the one quote i ripped from him from that was uh he said you were just jealous i was making out with weird new jersey girls oh (laughs) 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 i'm no longer a new jersey girl josiah so it doesn't apply to me no longer yeah not like you were ever from jersey nope just let's erase that um so so yeah he's like trying to console Lindsay, and he he suggests hey we'll just call the cops i'll pretend to be your neighbor and that'll shut the party down because at this point it sounds like they're actually going to get real beer like they hear shouting and there's going to be real beer at this party and Neil's impression of what an adult sounds like <laughs> I like it. I thought that he did such a good job. He kind of already sounds like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He doesn't need to put it on that much. Uh, but it does work. Uh, the cops come and everyone's like, okay, come on, everybody, leave. And Kim and Daniel are disgusting and they're like, oh, great, great party, Lindsay. You're uh, a great host. Like, well, please have us back sometime. Yeah. Why and, is freaking um, Busy Phillips is so mean in this show? She's unlike Audrey in pretty much every single way. She is so mean, but that just shows that Busy Phillips has range and we love that for her. There you go. Uh, My favorite character note, Josiah, is that Ken won $87 playing quarters because he knew, like, everyone was pretending Mm -hmm. to be drunk. And he's had enough beer in his life to be like, this isn't real beer. Yeah, Yeah, he can tell. Cashed in. One other, like, little detail that I found very funny and endearing was how Sam, throughout the entire episode, was not only, like, very, very, very anxious, but also kept collecting all of his families his parents collectibles yeah, and glassware. glass objects because laying he was so bad yeah exactly very like um carefully laying them on the bed so nothing would break and he was very worried um and also when nick came up to him it was like if you see your sister please tell her i'm sorry and he just says, what happened what did you break he was so concerned <laughs> about that. But I really took a liking to Sam in these two episodes, like as like a surprise, because I didn't really like think that he was gonna be someone that like I found endearing. But he's just so cute in his little brown eyes. I just want to give him a little hug. Yeah. Between this so, episode and the next. So genuine. And I mean, yeah. he was probably he's the only one that's like playing his actual age, so maybe that's a factor, but yeah. Yeah. He, he's just like a little anxious kid right mm-hmm. and like I, I don't know it's easy to connect with that for sure how old uh, is sam levine like he's just short was he like 55 in a <laughs> short person's body like what do you mean 
This man is five foot four now. Woo. Yeah. It's kind of short. Is my um, the other funny character beat throughout this entire uh, episode is they keep talking about how the drummer from Led Zeppelin died. Um, and like Nick is like distraught about he's very upset. And at the very tail end of the episode, when Bill is just like laying on the floor, heading into the bathroom, <laughs> Lindsay says, careful, that's how the drummer from Led Zeppelin died. Gotta be he's careful. Like, <laughs> to answer my own question, thank you myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was 16 years old, Sam Levine. Playing what, a 14-year-old? So that's yeah. not that bad. Yeah, no, not that different. bad. It's like pretty much equal when it comes to Hollywood standards. Yeah. Um, Anything else about this episode? We kind of already discussed like whether we would have been kids that threw house parties. I would have been terrified though if these adults showed up to my teenage mm-hmm. house party. That would have really yeah. put it over the edge for me, I think. Um Millie is a class act. And Nick Ugh. joining on in with her, I, I feel like raised Nick in my esteem as a character because he was willing to join in on the Jesus song. Don't you guys feel like Millie's style in these episodes would be like really chic today? <laughs> Oh, maybe not the cardigan, yeah. but I feel like she was wearing some sort of, I don't know, maybe like the headband. She's okay. Can I, I tell you know. who she reminds me of? I, I can't unsee it. She reminds me of Gretchen from Recess. Like how she looks, oh. the hair and everything. Gretchen is the one who's like super tall, has her like yeah. hair in low braids and big, big glasses. Mm. she just reminds me of her i think cindy is a little bit more chic in the way that she dresses but i don't know yeah i think millie just kind of has that like i mean today she'd be like considered maybe a a hipster instead of a a nerd with her like tight sweaters and yeah she is such a geek though i really just want to punch her Uh, well, she sorry. has a boyfriend in the next episode, Sarah. Okay, actually, you know what? Who am a I? Secret like, love. I, I had <laughs> no secret love. loves, so yeah. yeah, especially at fourteen. So Take who that. am I to say and judge her? I am jealous. I'm very <laughs> jealous. I got no action at summer sleep, uh, Jewish sleepaway camp. That's for sure. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of next episode, let's go to a quick ad break, and then we'll jump into tricks and treats. Hey, Sarah, I know you've been really into reading lately, and you've gotten me into it as well. Yeah, well, you know what? Book of the Month made it really easy because Book of the Month offers just a few new selections every month, saving readers the hassle of figuring out what to read. One of the biggest deterrents for me is that, like, when I go to the library, there's, like, thousands and thousands of books, and I'm, like, I I, I, get, I don't even know what to pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. They focus on new and emerging authors, which means these are books that we probably wouldn't have found out about otherwise, which is super nice. Yeah, and we also um, – I love having a really aesthetic bookshelf, and the, the books that we got, it was like beautiful, high-quality hardcover books plus free shipping, which came really quickly. Love free shipping. Uh, you and I both chose The Return of Ellie Black by Amiko Jean, which is a thriller about a missing girl. And I honestly, I really, I really couldn't put it down. I think I read it in about a 48-hour time period. It had twists, it had turns, kept me guessing the entire way through up until the very last page. So tell me what you liked about the book then. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was 
it was really good. And I'm excited to dive into the other book that I have. Um, but the great thing is, Sarah, is that listeners can sign up for Book of the Month to discover new emerging authors by going to bookofthemonth.com and using code PEDALS for just $5. Wow. What a deal. Check out Book of the Month Club for all of your reading needs. Yeah, seriously. Every month you could get a new group of books that you just, you know, fall in love with. So go to bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS for just $5 and enjoy reading. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, it's Halloween, baby. Uh, This felt so enough. Like, again, the show is very relatable where we have one set of friends trying to determine if they're too old to go trick-or-treating like at what age are you too old to go and then you have Lindsay who's dealing with the like my friends are kind of bad and want to egg houses and do terrible terrible things and like the peer pressure of trying to go along with that um so Samuel and Bill are trying to waffle with whether or not they're too old and Lindsay like this also felt very relatable to me, Sarah, where Lindsay is like, I don't want to tell my mom I like don't want to hang out with her, but I really want to hang out with my friends and I don't know what to do. And the entire time I'm like, just talk to your mom, but she pretty much just ditches her mom. It sounds like you have a good relationship with your mom. <laughs> I at no point in time wanted to hang out with my mom nor talk to my mom about but Lindsay feels like she has a good relationship with her mom so why doesn't she just have a conversation because she is struggling Jessica she is struggling between who she used to be and who she is now and her expectations and her obligations and she just can't talk to her mom and her if she was like mom I'm going to go hang out with Millie her mom would be like sure okay but then she has to answer who she's hanging out with who these people are why she's not hanging out with the losers why is she ditched mathletes like you know of course she's not going to talk to her mom about what's going on because she is internally struggling with the grief of losing her grandmother and deciding that she's not the same person that she used to be how about her that? mom was just her mom was so into it and the whole halloween thing and i think she just didn't want to you know break her heart on the spot but then yeah. Yeah. teenage reasoning kicked in and she just yeah left immediately yeah, she's just like i'm out of here <laughs> yeah. um but the opening <laughs> that felt like it went on for a very long time and i was like okay what are we doing here um i don't know if anybody else has done this i've certainly done gross things for bets and dares and stuff josiah did you and your friends ever dare each other to drink like a blended mix of really gross refrigerator foods for 10 bucks Totally. I mean, maybe not a blender, but I was definitely in Bill's position. Uh, it was a truth or dare game. And I was dared to eat anything that my friend would like put on a cracker. <laughs> like my eyes closed. Okay, but a cracker is not that much real estate in size. So it right? seems So I thought it'd be bad. like, no problem. Yeah, I'll do that. So <laughs> what did they put on it? You're going to think I'm lying. I put this cracker in my mouth and just instantly I was like, 
this is not edible. Like, <laughs> you should not swallow this. What did they put on the cracker? They, they put a dollop of like acrylic paint on the cracker. <gasps> that is against <laughs> the rules, right? Yeah, Bill They're says like, it has to be it's edible because you could swallow it. I'm like, <laughs> that's I'm not so how pissed. edible works. This yeah, is this is horrible. Blue. <laughs> This is also little boy shit. Like boys that was the last time I played shit. that. I yeah, exactly. Actually, you learned. It was actually, it was actually a girl that did that to me. Oh. Acrylic paint? What kind of psychopaths do that? Okay, well then this is my follow up question. Like they always say, like little boys like break things, but girls like destroy you mentally. And I feel like that's, that's she was trying to kill Josiah's brain and making him brain dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would not do this. Uh, I was talking about like how much money it would take for me to commit to this. And I like threw out like a wild number. I said, I said like, I'll drink anything in that blender for 600K. Maybe that's a lot. I mean, it's definitely <laughs> you, a lot. Maybe that's maybe. a lot. I would definitely, okay. If there was a stipulation that it had to be edible and that I wasn't like allergic to it, which I'm not really allergic to anything, but still, um, I, I would probably do this and I would do like the same things as Bill where it's like, okay, like an inch of the beverage. I feel like I would do that for like a hundred bucks. A hundred dollars. Ten dollars isn't enough. You, you don't have any standards. A hundred well, bucks. Ten dollars. Ten dollars in 1980. Well, Josiah, how much would you do this for? He, he was only required to drink an inch. Yeah, I'd be a... Yeah, he said he'd do this much of it. Like, and he held yeah. his fingers. Uh, it's... Okay, so $10 in 1980 is now equivalent to $37.10. So that's like, really good, actually. I mean, in high school, I probably would have done it for $10. <laughs> we'll see. But now I, I drank standards. a cup of, like, ranch sauce from Pizza Hut for $20 in high school. <laughs> hmm. What's that bad, though? it's white gook that you're drinking like you just can't like put your mind past what it Mm -hmm. could be i mean i'm just i'm not drinking anything the thing is they put like um sardines they did like um, chili chili yeah there were some really gross things that they put in there like all mixed together and the fact that they wouldn't let him watch and made him hummed himself was even better. Mm. I can hear I mean, everything you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny and so stupid. Um, uh, so, yeah, but he says it's not half bad when he does actually drink it. So that's good, I guess. I guess no. this scene was inspired by the creator learning that there was no Santa Claus. And so to, like punish his parents he put a bunch of like random crap into the cookies that were baked for santa claus <laughs> and he said he didn't have the heart to serve them that Aww. is so funny oh that's incredible uh lindsay meanwhile as we talked about she can't stand the fact that millie has a church camp boyfriend uh and like Lindsay has already denied going out with the freaks because she has to hand out candy with her mom um but millie uh <sighs> Millie, Millie, Millie. I okay. love her. Tommy is her secret love. Her secret love. Yes. They don't French kiss yet because if they French kiss before they're dating for six months, they'll go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm really excited much. for Millie. <laughs> I love Millie. I'm so sorry. She might be my favorite. It's just she's so like certain in what she says. She has such conviction. And like, gosh. 
the way that Lindsay must feel just like so cringy and awful when she's like, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want to hurt your feelings because you don't have a boyfriend. Right. Millie does that. Yeah. <laughs> Sick burn. It's absolutely perfect. So she decides, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to ditch my mom and we're going to go get into some trouble with the freaks. And this really escalates because at first they're just kind of like driving around, hanging out. Then they decide to smash some pumpkins. Now, Josiah, have you ever done this? I've listened to smashing pumpkins. Mm-hmm. I've never kicked a pumpkin nor smashed it in any mean. Sarah, have you done this? I respect all squash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I've never done this. The the Although I will say that one time uh, the day after Halloween, I went outside onto my front porch and my pumpkins were like half gone, but I'm pretty sure squirrels or deer ate them. No, it was the teenagers. They're criminals. <laughs> I mean, but it wasn't even mischief night. They were in cahoots with the Also, <laughs> Josiah... What did you call where you grew up? What did you call the night before Halloween? We didn't even have what did you call it, Sarah? Goose, it's goosey, goosey night. night. Yeah, goosey night. So I grew up in Alaska where Halloween was like there was three feet of snow on the ground, and like oh parents, God. parents were like you had to be ushered from like house to house in a minivan with the heat blasting just to like. Oh my door God, to door. that's kind of sad. So, I don't think there was a lot of teenagers like even bothering to be out in like, you know, 20 below Mm. weather. So, okay. Goosey night was like definitely the night where people like ran around and fucked around. So you got your toilet paper, you got your shaving cream, you got your eggs and you would wake up the next day and your neighborhood would just be trashed toilet paper in the trees shoes in the electric wires toilet paper on the electric wires eggs everywhere so much so that like i think that became such a problem that by the time i started working at stop and shop we were not allowed to sell like we had to check people's ids anybody (laughs) that was under 21 we weren't allowed to sell eggs shaving cream or (laughs) toilet paper too yeah that's must be 21 to buy toilet paper (laughs) yeah in our town yeah and then eventually what they did what they were trying to do i think they still do it today is that it was they made it a like trash your elementary school thing so they got the kids to like come to the elementary school and like throw the toilet paper and the shit at there so that at least it could be contained so um yeah so jersey kids love goosey night they love to fuck around (laughs) they do but the issue is that egg yolk or egg strip paint on cars so that's really Mm. bad don't do that what's that i mean eggs can break windows like it, Mm -hmm. it like if you throw one hard enough it's certainly possible. yeah and then like it always feels very targeted when your house gets like toilet papered so it's not the best thing to do but it's definitely something to do and then in terms of i've told this story before but one time um my mom used to go all out for halloween like she loved it she like decorated the front lawn like very very like uh creatively like really nice but the um the teenagers they stole our halloween uh decorations off of our lawn well, little jerks. Yes, but then 
after Halloween, they returned it. So <laughs> that's nice, I guess. So uh, I think that there is like a lot of freaks in uh, Waldwick, New Jersey, that were <laughs> fucking around in our town, causing wow. mayhem. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they call it Devil's Day on on this show, uh, and it's but it's interesting because they're doing they're doing all of this on Halloween. They're not doing this on like a mischief night. Like it is the day of Halloween that they're doing this, and so they start by like just smashing the pumpkins. Like Lindsay gets her foot like stuck. In the <laughs> that was very funny. <laughs> I loved that. Uh, and then they escalate to smashing mailboxes, which is a federal offense and got me very, 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 very nervous. I did not like this. Do not destroy pub- uh, private par- property. I didn't like it at all. Also, Josiah, I just felt like maybe I'm thinking about the physics too much. But like if you're driving a car and you're holding the bat and you're going to hit the mailbox, is that not going to like jolt back your arms? I feel like you could get injured. Yeah, like if somebody has a very enforced like steel mailbox or something. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Uh, it just seemed like a very bad idea. But Lindsay gets into it. Um, and then it as things escalate again. And Lindsay, like as things are going on, like she at first she's like a little resistant to it. Right. She doesn't want to get in trouble. She thinks they're just going to drive around. She's just like going to a movie. Um, but they're all like, absolutely not. We're going to we're going to fuck shit up. Uh, and so then after the mailboxes, they're like, okay, here's, it's egg time. We're going to, they're not egging houses though, Josiah. And also it's the middle of the fucking day. <laughs> it's daylight. <laughs> I, the, again, from the commentaries, I think that was a uh, budget concern where they couldn't film it tonight because they just didn't have a requirement. Yeah. All right. Uh, that makes sense. But they, they're not even egging houses, Sarah, which is yeah. what I would I'm used to is like people egging houses or cars or cars. They're egging people, which I think is so mean. I really can't get behind the fact that you're targeting little children. Well, I mean, okay. Like freshmen, they're targeting freshmen. I hope, hopefully they're not throwing eggs at like four year olds. You don't know. Like he could be a child. I, okay. So like this like really broke my heart because he is already having a tough time. Alan comes and tries to beat them up again and steals all their candy. And we have to get into the Halloween costumes, by the way. But still, like, he's having a really hard day. And it's bad enough, like, his friends, like, kind of ditch him when he gets egged. But he gets egged and he just stands there with a sad look in his face and i like my little motherly heart just wanted to give him a hug i felt horrible yeah an angel baby i heard that the actor himself was pretty upset that day because it was like a hundred (gasps) degree heat and they were like literally chucking eggs and had to do like dozens of takes oh (laughs) Oh my god (laughs) and then apparently between takes a bird pooped on his face (laughs) (laughs) just to like add insult to injury poor baby yeah i was wondering about that actually because i know sometimes like in a lot of shows they'll be wearing like winter coats and all this other stuff and they're obviously all dressed up in costume i'm like and it's probably pretty freaking hot like Mm -hmm. my halloween's from my childhood having grown up in upstate new york like usually whatever halloween costume you were gonna wear you either had to have warm clothes on underneath or be able to put a jacket on over it because you just never knew now with global warming it's like fucking hot on halloween but it used to be it could snow it used to be on halloween. chilly yeah. you never knew um 
but let's let's get back to the geeks now because we need to talk about the whole situation going on with them sam convinces them after like that this teacher is a fucking asshole this teacher like reams into them because she didn't like the books they chose to write their book reports on and i'm like how did they not have to get them like assigned or like get them approved by her but she's a fucking ass and she's like slamming books down and she wants them to read crime and punishment and like assigns them to read like half the book over halloween weekend like fuck all the way off lady yeah that's harsh i don't Um, think i even read crime or punishment in high school i never read it no No, no, definitely not. If I was told to read it, I certainly chose not to. Um, this is unreasonable. You can't assign children uh, books on Halloween. Um, I, I did want to ask you all like a couple things. Do you think that Sam and his friends are too old to go trick-or-treating? And when was the last year you went trick-or-treating? Um, I think i did go trick-or-treating as a freshman in high school which was probably my last year and then i went as a freshman in college we just like went oh my god we just went we just went why not houses yeah we just we just went and that was the last year i went trick-or-treating so i don't necessarily think that sam is too old to go trick-or-treating but i do think that this is probably the year that he ages out of it how about you josiah do you remember yeah, almost the same case. I'm pretty sure it was freshman year, either or like right before it, 13 or 14. And having the same debate of like, are we too old to do this? I don't know. Candy's nice. <laughs> uh, I The last time I went trick-or-treating, I was in middle school. So mm. I think like sixth, seventh max, grade maximum, I would say. So um, what did you even do then I felt like a little bit old for doing mm. it. What did you anyway. do instead? on halloween um, hung out with your mom and passed out halloween candy you fucking yeah. nerd <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly that's probably what i did i i like i don't i can't remember doing anything else like i don't really remember going to like halloween parties or anything like that so i don't i don't think i did it. you know what sucks i think you both are pretty tall like it i was five four like you know when i was I don't know definitely like a freshman in high school and then I just stopped growing but like that's pretty short like you all probably felt too old because you were tall yeah again picture Ken tr- trick-or-treating yeah <laughs> <At 14. laughs> that was me yeah I can get yeah. away with it I I am positive if I put on a sheet and went out as a ghost then I could probably go trick-or-treating now probably yeah <laughs> But like, yeah, they 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 all feel like they're too old for doing it because they're now freshmen in high school. But Sam seemingly wants to like relive his youth a little bit, so he convinces the guys, no, we should go, um, we should go trick or treating. So we get this little <laughs> montage of them, uh, getting getting ready for this. Uh, we have, um, let's see. So Bill is the Bionic Woman, and him doing things in the mirror. I don't even. It was just the best. <laughs> you liked it. I More it. iconic Bill stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let me put you on my bionic ear. I can't hear you. <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> that's perfect. better. Oh, not so loud. <laughs> my bionic hearing. <laughs> um, Sam is Gort from the day the Earth stood still. 
which I truly had no idea what the hell he was supposed to be. Oh, I had to this Google is this. nonsense. I don't, like, he's a robot. That's all you need to know. I thought, okay, so for me, I was like, oh, he's the Tin Man, or he's like a which okay, everyone like the thought. Woman they anyway. went to, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he's like a Transformer. No, yeah, uh, he is. So it's a classic, but very, very classic. It was probably public domain, and that's why they used it. Yeah. yeah, the Bionic Woman was a 1976 action fiction. Like I think it was a um, a comic book that got made into a TV show. So I did also... look up the woman who was the the Bionic Woman, and I will say, like, he did a good job with the outfit. <laughs> he did <laughs> look like a good bit like her. Was it Lindsay Wagner? Um, I think so. I think so. Well, and then yeah, and then Neil is Groucho Marx. Classic. Um, very yeah a very classic outfit i felt like that one was the one that was most easily recognizable unless you're gonna count harris who just was like a guy with a knife in his head <laughs> sure amazing costume yeah they just invite harris along i'm like why is this guy getting invited like he's not friends with them <laughs> but hey he, he could be friends with him why not well now they are i guess oh um, like how the mom like gives him like cookies and because <laughs> at the door and then he's like do you want another one and he's like, oh sure i'm just sure to do tricks and treats <laughs> yeah by the far the saddest storyline is poor um the poor weir mom uh, why am i not remembering her name um deborah deborah I no i want to say jean jean okay i see i'm watching something else with the mom's name is jean so then yeah, I, th jean. I thought jean. i was just okay jean, jean. and harold Gene and Harold. Is it actually Harold? Or are you just yes. Yeah, that that okay. Right <laughs> uh, I felt so bad for her because it was so funny. So as we're watching, my husband Will was watching with me, and he was like, "Oh, you can't hand out opened cookies." And I was like, "I don't know. It's 1980. Like maybe that wasn't a thing yet." But you hear rumblings of it earlier in the episode where they start talking about razor blades and needles and candy, and so she. I felt so bad for her. She's in her cute little cowgirl getup. She's made all these cute cookies. And, and like, what makes it worse, Josiah, is that they were accepting the cookies and then just throwing them in a pile on her yard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's that little girl's like, they're covered with ants. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this is her bad. I think that, like, it's your responsibility to know what the talk is around town and watch the news. And I think that's, like, common sense not to be passing out homemade cookies for halloween yes but she gets ditched by her daughter and then this happens and she even had a cute little monster mash song about her mashed potatoes she was so embarrassing i would have died oh i loved her she's so embarrassing she was very sweet okay why aren't no you singing the monster mash her. song I, I all I remember is her going. It was a monster match. Yeah, she did it so much like a little vampire. It was so good. I remember that song. That song always was playing around. It's a time. graveyard Bop. smash. Uh, and her husband scares everyone away when he's like too scary of a vampire, Harold. Uh, so yeah. So back to the back to the boys who are all dressed up. They're ready to fuck around. They keep getting told they're too old to be trick-or-treating. No one recognizes Sam's outfit. They think he's the Tin Man. The, I don't know where they're trick-or-treating because all these houses feel like the shittiest houses to go to. And I feel like by the time you're a freshman in high school, you know the good houses. So I don't know what they were doing. But 
they obviously didn't learn their lessons from prior well, they, years. They were talking about going to the rich people's houses, but so I, I, they talked themselves out of it, right, Josiah? Yeah, they said like rich people were too stingy or something. Yeah, rich people are too that's, stingy. So that's to why they're still rich. Because <laughs> they that's, don't buy Halloween. It's fair. Yeah. But there were always houses that gave out like king size bars, and you're like, fuck yeah, let's go there. Um, but they did do a very similar thing to what I did my final time trick-or-treating was you don't bring out a little fucking bag. Although nowadays you could use a reusable bag and probably be fine. No, no. We had motherfucking pillowcases mm-hmm. and those yeah. fuckers were like half full. And like, that is a lot of fucking candy. I remember yeah. I weighed it. I don't remember what it weighed, but they had a my lot friend, of candy. My friends and I would like dump our sacks on the floor at the end of the night and literally like, count every piece to see who got the most. <laughs> incredible and then there after the count there would be like this long um bartering and trading period yes if you didn't barter and trade your candy who even were you right i always like made it great because i hated the popular ones and like loved all the like gummies and sours that no one wanted oh so you gave away all your reese's yeah i wasn't a big peanut butter kid no see my me and my brother always had to have separate candy dishes of our halloween candy because we would fight so, like, I would always – I was the kid who would, like, save some of my favorites for the end because I didn't want to eat them all right away. Um, So, like, the Reese's, the Kit Kats. I was a very, like, chocolatey kid. And I loved, like, a sweet tart. Oh, yes. Um, Sarah, do not make that face. You're delicious. <laughs> Anybody who gives out Milky Ways, go fuck yourselves. Because Milky Ways are – not the Milky Ways, sorry. Musca- three Musketeers. Three Musketeers, yeah. That's the it's trash It's like the candy. three tiers. Musketeers, then Milky Way, then Snickers. Of there the you go. Of candy yes. Sarah, what about you? What were the candies that you traded for? Well, I didn't really have anyone to trade with, but I always liked Reese's. I have a lot of Halloween trauma because uh, Halloween was around report card. No, it was around progress report time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get a lot of good progress reports. So there was a couple times where I got grounded during Halloween. So I wasn't allowed to go trick-or-treating. That happened a Aww, couple times. Really yeah. Sad. And then there was one time where my parents threw out my Halloween candy. And then I remember <gasps> going into the garbage can and stealing some back, which is really <laughs> very <laughs> disgusting. But I mean, it was wrapped, right? Yeah. It was wrapped. It was okay. wrapped. So I have a lot of Halloween trauma. I, I mean, like, Jessica knows from, like, our days covering probably Boy Meets World. I have, like, a story about every single holiday and how much trauma I have so from it. <laughs> so I'll, I'll save more stories for later but um but yeah like i mean i was definitely a reese's girl that was my favorite halloween candy i think the candy that always ended up being left for like nobody or last were either like the gumballs or <laughs> now and laters like yeah. whoever gave out those it's like what are you what are you actually laffy doing? taffy oh the banana ones Blech. are you all pro or anti-candy corn um I'm pumpkins. Like, we like the pumpkins. I'll eat it, but like I feel like if I were to buy a bag of it, like I'd never eat all of it. Like I'll do like a handful, and that's pretty much enough for me. Yeah, I think I'm leaning anti for the most part. It's not the worst, yeah. but it's fine. The less candy corn we eat, the more Chappelle has. So there you go. it all evens out at the end. <laughs> uh, so they they're getting like tons and tons of candy, but they run like you said, Sarah, into Alan, who like now has backup. And so they all get the snot kicked out of them and they take all the candy. Their costumes are ruined. They're standing on the side of the road like, I just want to go home. And poor Sam gets pelted with eggs. Um, 
Lindsay immediately recognizes her brother. She makes them back up and she like apologizes profusely to him, but he doesn't want to talk about it. She like gets out of the car. She follows him home, but, and he doesn't, he doesn't tell his parents that it was Lindsay, but he's, he does, he, he says the thing. He's like, it was a bunch of freaks. <laughs> and his mom's like, you mean like circus freaks? <laughs> <laughs> this was so good. That was such a good joke. <laughs> that really got me laughing. It's like when like, the trapeze artists are coming in their van and just egging people. Ridiculous. Um, you know, I thought Sam was a great brother. He is really pulling the weight in covering for Lindsay. He did so with the party. He did so with the egg gang. Like, I gotta say, like, he's the MVP, like the best brother ever. And Lindsay is fucking up day by day. She is on thin ice, Missy. I agree, but for a different reason. I think that he is really, really being a good brother. Yeah, he doesn't tell on her. He does make her feel really bad. And then, of course, he gets upset when his mom treats him. He's, she's like, oh, my poor baby. He's like, I'm not your baby. Uh, and he, he runs away. But Lindsay, like, I think she's feeling really bad about what she does because she goes upstairs. And her mom was like, I didn't have a good night either. Like, nobody wants my homemade cookies. Uh, and Lindsay goes in and apologizes to Sam, who's basically like, why are you hanging out with them? They're going to ruin your life um he's like nobody thinks you're cool and she's like yeah i know uh so she goes to get in the costume that her mom got for her to wear alongside her and i was a little bit confused because her mom is a cowgirl but she was supposed to get Lindsay a princess costume which i'm like oh i guess it doesn't really yeah. they're not they're not like matching or not going together yeah uh, but she gets a prince costume instead uh and they hand out candy together to the rest of the little kids smarty cute cute Andy. Um, I really liked uh, these two episodes a lot. I also like the well, I really dislike the fact that Sam changed but did not take a shower and wash the egg out of his hair, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but I really, really liked these two episodes, and I gotta be honest with you, like, I'm really excited to watch this show. It has uh, it has made me laugh out loud, and I'm now endeared to some of the characters, and I'm really, really, really enjoying it, and I'm excited to um, keep watching. Like, I'm really feeling this show. Yeah, yeah I think it's... Go ahead, Josiah. I think I'm going to like join you on the rewatch all the way through, because it's been a long time since I've done the full thing. I've like tried restarting it within the last probably like 10 years a few times, but I usually like fall off around these episodes. But maybe <laughs> i hate to say this maybe i can like relate more to the parents now that i'm probably closer oh, to their no. age than the freaks i right? mean it's true though yeah like i felt so awful for Lindsay's mom gene this episode like i really did i was like this poor woman is trying so hard and no one had gives her the time of day not even her stupid husband like she has to like make him wear this vampire outfit um yeah i'm really excited about rewatching the show i think it is it is something i relate to now more like even even more so than before like when i was in high school and everything i just feel like they're these characters feel so genuine and so like you can map them onto people you knew as kids in a way that a lot of other shows i don't think are that way and on top of that like we talked about before the fact that it's an hour-long show but it's more of like your boy meets world type of show that's only 30 minutes just gives you more time to get to know these characters um 
I'm really enjoying my rewatch. I'm really excited. I really like the show. It's also really cool to like go back and see all these actors that have blown up so much and like see them in their beta stage like just breaking out yeah totally yeah i don't think we talked a ton about this on the on the pilot episode but like it's so funny to me that like judd apatow is like famous for basically having all of these people in all of these movies and it's because this show only got one season so he's like to make up for it I'm just going to always have them in my stuff. And I'm like, I think you made up for it by now. <laughs> like, they're very, very, very famous. Too many slices. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sarah, do you want to know what the next two episodes are titled? Yeah, of course. Okay. I feel like one is going to shock you. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Kim Kelly is my friend. Is number one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're gonna have a Kim Kelly redemption story. Mm-hmm. So that's Kim episode Kelly four. Is such a fucking bitch. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> she is she's so hilarious. horrible. She's, she's so, so mean. mean. I've been enjoying uh, her a lot more on these episodes. Actually, have you? Yeah. Well, I hope that there's a little bit of redemption arc. That would be nice. I think for I her. just feel the drama behind her now that I didn't feel before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and the second episode number, episode number five, is tests and breasts. Oh, <laughs> tests so, and breasts. The titles are pretty great, I have to say. Like the way they title these episodes is actually really fun. Saucy, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I mean, I'm assuming that there's a test, and I'm assuming there's some breasts. There is a breast. <laughs> Single one. That's it. Just one. Uh, so that's, as a reminder, we're off next week. We're on vacation. So uh, we'll be back in, in a couple weeks to, to cover those two episodes. But Josiah, thank you so much for coming on with us. This was such a treat. And I loved getting all your behind the scenes commentary and, and all of that stuff. It's very obvious you love the show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm glad I reached out like a freak that I am. <laughs> oh, you're the best. The absolute best. Uh, do, is there anything that you want to promote? Where can the people find you if they want to find you? Or do you have uh, like any? My, my social media presence is about the same as these kids in the 80s. It's pretty yeah. non existent. <laughs> Fair enough. I would promote, like, if you finish this show and you haven't seen it, um, Undeclared was kind of like a spiritual follow-up to this show it's another show that got canceled after one season but it's kind of like freaks of geek freaks and geeks in college basically oh my god seth rogan (laughs) yeah as again half the the cast martin stars in it too i think that's really funny all right check that out (gasps) sarah abby morgan yes okay all right all right let's watch it we gotta do it on Abby, okay. I, uh, for I those who saw don't her know, at the same time. <laughs> I know, I got to her and I was like, I can't wait for Sarah to find her. Uh, for those who don't know, um, uh, Abby Morgan is played by Monica Kina um, and she played Abby Morgan in Dawson's Creek and Sarah and I were very, were and still are obsessed with her character who was just killed off way too early. And she was kind stuff. of like Kim Kelly, but... But funnier. But funnier she was snarky instead of just rude. Yes, yeah. But who knows? Kim Kelly next episode maybe we're gonna like her we don't maybe. know we'll you never see. know yeah um if you want to send in feedback please do so uh shit 90s pod on twitter and instagram and shit 90s pod.com you can send us in a voicemail talk about freaks and geeks give us some behind the scenes tidbits hopefully Josiah will hear from you if we miss anything that happened on the commentaries anything fun um behind the scenes stuff um make sure you hit us up and let us know your thoughts on freaks and geeks uh, don't forget we'll be off next week but we'll be back talking about episodes four and five next time 
Um, until then, everybody, have a good one. Goodbye. Just ask. Shit90Shows.me. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.